Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives with your hosts, myself, Colton Cockrell, and Tricia Stetzel. Our goal is to bridge the generational, gender, and life experience gap in business through our unique styles of gathering information from our guests. Now let's get it started. All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Colton Cockrell, certified financial fiduciary and independent financial planner with Share McKinley Group. And I want to formally welcome each and every one of you to Bridge the Gap. We're connecting business perspectives. It's Wednesday. We're going to have a good time. We got about 20, 25 minutes. Hopefully, if our guest doesn't go long as long winded, uh, we'll see what the Lord has. But anyway, I got a co host with me that I really want to introduce you to. You probably have never heard of her before. Her name's Trisha Stetzel. She's been here since day one. She's my day one. I appreciate her. Trisha Stetzel, everybody. Come on, make some noise. Hey, Colton. You know what? You're always so kind to me sometimes. Anyway, yeah, maybe today. I appreciate you. Just just on camera. Yeah, only on camera. Hey, everybody. Trisha Stetzel here, Results Extreme Business Solutions. I am stoked about our guest today. He's going to bring, I think, a different perspective to getting in shape. So my new friend, Joshua Lane, has over 20 years in corporate IT consulting across various industries, including aerospace and oil and gas. I know everyone's surprised because we're here in Houston, right? Uh, And he decided to make a change. So leveraging his background as an elite runner, his passion for health and fitness and his own health journey, he purchased an in-home personal training franchise. And he can now work with his team of trainers to provide creative, customized and convenient fitness solutions for clients all over the Houston area. Joshua Lane, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, and that is very unique. Um, you know, you hear about you know all the all the gyms, you know, all the online stuff, but you kind of like do best of both worlds. You go, I, I like it anyway. But I'm not gonna just keep praising you because I got a ton of questions because this is always a fun topic, and I know people have a ton of questions about it. So I don't even know where to start, exercise or diet. Let's go ahead and jump in with exercise. So really, I guess the best question, and I know this is kind of it's not a one size fits all, um, but what do you see? From a weightlifting perspective, um, where where do you get the most results? I think that's probably what everyone wants to know, and it's not a you know a pill. You actually have to do work, I know, but what what are you seeing? Yeah, so um, unfortunately, it's not a pill, uh, and, and really, it comes down to the strength training that you do the most of and can do consistently is the one that's going to work. Uh, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, so whatever kind of routine you can start to get yourself into, um, that's, that's going to be the routine that's going to work. Um, now I will also say that having some variety is a good thing. So being able to not always do the exact same workout every single time that you go into the gym, um, not use the same machines, you know, switch from doing machines one day to maybe doing, uh, free weights another day, doing resistance bands, you know, having some variety because your body adapts and it gets used to things. So being able to shift and change that, uh, definitely does, uh, you know, that definitely does help and gives you results faster. Um, but at the end of the day, it really comes down to whatever you can do to put in the work. Um, that's going to be the most successful program you can get into. And so, and to add on to that, I'm sorry, Trisha, I just, this second part of my question, is there like a certain amount of time you need to spend in the gym or at home when you're working out? Um, you know, typically what you want to do is you want to give yourself enough time to be able to do some semblance of a, of a warm up. And then some semblance of a cool down. So, you know, factoring in that, usually you want to try it a lot for around an hour because that gives you, you know, 
five, 10 minutes to warm up, five, 10 minutes to cool down. And it still gives you, you know, a good 30 to 40 minutes in, in the middle there. Um, depending on what you're trying to do, what you're accomplishing and how often you're working out, you might be to do 30 minutes. Um, but probably somewhere in that, in that window there is probably, you know, good, a good starting point for most people. Um, you know, you don't need to be there for four hours, um, and things like that, but, um, you know, 30, 40 minutes is probably about right. All right, Joshua, I, I'd like to focus on this alternative that you're offering. Uh, and I know normally when we bring guests on, we don't specifically talk about your business, but the alternative that you offer is I don't have to go to the gym if I'm not a gym rat. That's not where I want to be. And I also don't have to work out of my garage by myself. So are you finding that um, the service that's offered in between, right, where you come to uh, the client has been successful. I, I guess from a coaching perspective on my end of things, I'm seeing the accountability is there, right? Yes. Because you guys are showing up. So what does that look like for you? Uh, I mean, you know, when I was looking at this, you know, one of the things that really intrigued me was like, I wish I had this when I was trying to get fit and trying to get back in shape. Um, because that's what I was lacking. I was lacking that accountability, lacking that person to help not only show me what to do, but just give me that extra encouragement, that extra push to allow me to, to, to do things, you know, better and just to keep on, on going. Um, so, you know, and we have clients that are, you know, all ranges, all ages. Uh, and some people it is, you know, they just need someone to give them that little nudge. Some people it is we're starting from ground zero and, and we're building them up from scratch. Um, but, but definitely that level of accountability, that level of support, that's, again, one of the biggest things with any kind of, you know, change in your lifestyle you're trying to make, you need to have that level of support. Um, so being able to get that in person, uh, you know, we do also offer uh, virtual, which has been helpful for lots of different reasons. But one of them with, you know, here in Houston with weather, we've had some, sometimes we've had rainstorms that have happened. So we've been able to go inside and do things. Um, but it definitely does allow for just removing one more excuse that people have. You know, they don't have to worry about how oh, I got to go to the gym. I got to go and, and do all these things. It just removes that excuse. You know, we come to them and, and we provide that right there in their own space. Yeah. That's awesome. Colton, did you see Joshua just bridge the gap for us? We didn't even have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so it, you can work out in person by yourself or at a gym with a bunch of people. You don't want to, you don't want to be around or you can do it at home by yourself. But no, it's the best of both worlds. I love mm -hmm. that. Um, and now let me ask, is this, is that the gap you were talking about, Trisha? Nope, it sure isn't. I was talking about the age gap, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. It, oh. we're, yeah, because it's an alternative, right? So if you have somebody who's in their nineties and Joshua, mm -hmm. I believe you have somebody, yep, a I client do. that's in their nineties, they don't want to go to the gym or maybe they don't have the means or they don't drive anymore, but they can still work out. I think that's awesome. And by the way, I'm not 90 for those of you who can't <laughs> see me. <laughs> If, if you were, Trisha, you'd be the best looking 90 year old I've ever seen. So yes. Uh, so, now let's go to this because you brought up a pretty good, a uh, pretty good point or not a good point, but you mentioned something that kind of resonated with me because I think there's a lot of people that they want to be healthy. They want to get their lives together, but they just don't know where to start. So what do you, what do you say? What, do, what is your, give me, you know, three, four uh, top tips or, you know, advice that you'd give somebody who is wanting to get started and, and start losing that weight and, and start putting muscle on? Yeah. I, I mean, I think there's a couple of things they can start with. And I think really one of the biggest things, this is one of the things that, that we do, and this is not, you know, everyone in the fitness world does this exact same thing. 
do some some level of a assessment and just get a feel for where you currently are. And that's with regards to not only your your fitness, but also your um, support structure, you know, just get some assessment of where things currently stand such that you know where you're starting from and start to think about how not only are you going to start making changes, but how are you going to start keeping track of those changes uh, and, and just try to get a handle on um, not, not necessarily just, you know, how you're going to make the changes, but just to be able to gauge of, you know, am I just going to look at the scale, which is not the best idea, uh, but am I going to look at, you know, pant sizes? Am I going to look at how do I feel? I'm going to look at how many compliments I get a day, you know, start to think about those kinds of things and start to, to keep track of that. Um, one of the things I'm a big advocate for is making sure you have information available such that you can kind of keep track of things. You know, this is not going to be, as we've alluded to, this is not going to be a tomorrow fix or a next week fix. This is going to be a, a, you know, the rest of your life fix. Um, so being able to, if you're anything like a lot of us, you know, you can't remember what you had for breakfast yesterday. Um, so trying to write it down, keep track of things such that you can look at, oh, well, I'm not feeling so good today, but you know what? I had a great week last week and I was able to knock out these things that allows you to keep that momentum going. Um, you know, so, so I think, you know, those are kind of some of the, the, the not so direct ideas. Um, but definitely, you know, having support, being able to have some idea of ways to track what you're doing um, and then figure out, you know, where you're starting from. Um, and then probably the last big one that I'll toss out is what are you trying to do? You know, what's, what goal are you trying to accomplish? You know, whether that is, uh, you know, for, for my 92 year old client, that's, you know, standing up, that's his goal. Um, we've actually already accomplished that. Um, and he's been doing that on his own. He's walking on his own. Uh, we're now working on, uh, dancing is his next step. And so, you know, find out what that goal is and just figure out what that is such that you can start to then, and that goal can change. But, you know, those are kind of some of the, at least the starting points that I would look at. And I think what you're doing is really cool because the idea of, I mean, when people start off, you know, the last thing they want to do is go to a gym, right? Because you have all these people who are wearing those shirts that really they're shirtless, but somehow the little string that, I mean, that counts as a shirt. I don't know how, um, but, but you give them the opportunity of actually working out in the privacy of their home, but they also have the accountability that you would have at a gym. Like you'd be working out because everyone's kind of like there. You don't want to be like that guy that's not doing anything. So I think it's really cool. It's kind of the best of both worlds, as, as Trisha said. So I do like that. Um, now let's talk about, I know we've been talking about um, lifting weights and stuff, but let's talk about dieting because I think that so many people are confused out there and they just, they automatically see results from all these like fad diets and, or all these pills because you're either losing water weight or because you're, uh, you know, you're just getting dehydrated. Can you kind of speak on dieting and just the culture that we're, we're in right now? Yeah, it, it, it's hard um, because we're bombarded from all directions about what dieting should look like. Um, and the majority of diets, I'm not going to say every one of them, because there may be a couple that I don't know of, but the majority of diets are not healthy. They're not sustainable. And you end up putting on more weight after you're done than when you started at, started at. Um, so then you get in this uh, dangerous yo-yo cycle that you end up, you know, consistently gain and lose weight. And that ends up putting more stress on your body. And that ends up putting you in an even worse position than if you had done nothing. 
Um, so it, it, it is a, it is a challenge. Um, and, and just because there's so much information out there, it's really hard for people to get a feel for, Hey, I need to make a change, but I don't know what direction or, or where to go or how to, how to tackle things. Um, so it does become a bit of a, a challenge and you're right in that a lot of these boast these, you know, massive quick weight losses. Well, losing weight quickly is not hard. Uh, it is something that it, that yeah, can be done, you know, starvation and dehydration and do a ton of cardio. You're going to lose weight really quickly. Uh, you're going to feel horrible and it's not going to be sustainable. And you're going to balloon, you know, twice that, you know, within the next, you know, month or two. Um, but you know, those are the kinds of things that happen. Um, and people continue to do it because they continue to look for that quick solution. Mm. That quick fix. Yep. Yeah. So I love your advice about, um, having the support, right? So they need some, some kind of support like you or some support where they, you can help people wade through all of the information that is out there, get an assessment done, make sure you're tracking and what does success mean? But you're speaking my language, Joshua, you're speaking my language. I love that. So my, my question to you would be, uh, where do I start? Uh, so Certainly, I, I would say the first thing to do would be to find find someone that you trust, uh, and whether that's someone like myself uh, or someone on my team, you know, I'm more than happy to do that. But if that's you know, if you want to go to a gym and that works for you, then sure, go to your gym and, and start asking around, start finding different people. You know, find, finding a personal trainer um, or a coach or you know, however you want to think, whatever term you want to use, um, it is a personal decision. It is something that you need to feel comfortable. You need to feel confident that with that person. Um, you know, you're going to have some, some dark moments with that person, you know, you're going to have some down days. So you need to have someone that you can relate to and that you can, you know, feel comfortable having conversations with. Um, cause it's, it's not all going to be easy. It's not, not all going to be, you know, sunshine and rainbows. Um, so you need to have that kind of discussion. So I'm not going to say that my team is a perfect fit for hundred percent of everyone. I'd like to say that, but I know it's not true. Um, so, so find that person, ask around, you know, go see some places, go check some, 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 uh, locations out and just start asking questions. Um, and, and don't feel pressured to, uh, respond and bite at that first, uh, offer, you know, like the, you know, like if you're, you know, whatever your purchase you're making, you know, don't always feel like you have to buy something right away. Um, but just ask questions and, and then see where it goes. And once you feel comfortable, it'll make sense. And when it feels comfortable, you'll, you'll know what the right thing to do is. And then, you know, take off. And I think once you, once you make that decision, the next biggest thing is don't wait. You know, when you make that decision, you find the person you want to start with, then start the next day, you know, go forward and, you know, don't, ah, I found the perfect trainer. I'm going to start in two weeks. Don't do that. Do that. I'm going to start tomorrow or the next day or, you know, whatever it may be. That's good advice. And let me, let me ask you this. Um, and this is another twofold question here. So is there a first, how, how many times a week? And we can just talk about if you want to break it down into weightlifting and cardio, you can, but what is a good number of times a week to be working out? And then the second question is when's the best time during the day to work out morning or evening or night, whatever it may be. Yeah. So both of those depend. Uh, but so generally what we recommend for, for strength training. Uh, so resistance training, rec usually about two to three times a week is usually kind of the sweet spot for most people. Um, that gives enough time for you to actually see progress. So you can actually, you know, start to see gains, start to see, see improvements, uh, but also enough time for the body to recover. Um, recovery is actually when you actually build muscle. 
Uh, so you need to take that time for you to actually build the muscle to actually go in and see those games. Um, so that's kind of the sweet spot for, for the, the how often. Um, now, depending on what you're trying to do with regards to cardio, sometimes, you know, you can do that intermixed with, um, you know, on, on the other days, sometimes it's, you know, by cardio, we can just mean going out for a walk. You know, walking outside is one of the best activities anyone can do, no matter where you are in your fitness journey. Um, it's such a mental release. It helps in a lot of different areas, gives you vitamin D. So that can be your cardio for the day. It's just going outside for a walk. Um, but again, depending on what you're trying to do, you know, if you're trying to train for a marathon, uh, if you're like myself and, and do triathlons, then Hey, cardio every day. That's just, that's just me. Um, so do I recommend that for all my clients? No, of course not. Cause that doesn't make sense for everybody. Um, and then with regards to time of day, I'll come back to previous comment I made before it, the best time of day is the time that you can do it. Um, now, typically what we try to recommend is mornings, um, for a couple of reasons, a, it gives you the least amount of time for something bad to happen where you have to cancel. Uh, but also you do get that, um, boost from working out. You do feel better after you work out. So you do get that energy boost. You do. And it does, does help. Um, if you work out too late at night, that boost ends up interrupting your sleep and starts, you know, make, making you end up having to wait longer to go to sleep or, or get to sleep. Uh, so that creates some challenges there. Um, but again, if that's the only time you can work out, then, you know, go, you know, do that. But, um, you know, again, a lot of, a lot of it comes down to scheduling. Is it my turn? Is it my turn? <laughs> Thanks Colton. Shut my mouth. Cause I've been talking. No, you just can't help yourself. No, I, you know, this is such an important topic, especially right now, Joshua. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've all, many of us have been sitting more, uh, working more, and it really does affect your mind, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I love that you said sometimes it's just about getting up and walking around uh, and getting that fresh air and releasing the tension, right? Because so, so many business owners we see today are under a lot of stress, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and doing more work back to back. So if you, um, if you could recommend anything to those business owners who are all now working from home and they're running those zooms back to back and they don't live someplace where they can actually get out and walk because mm -hmm. they live on a busy street or whatever what would you suggest to them uh i mean there's a couple of options you know, I, I know a number of people that walk on their treadmill while they're on a on a call um that's certainly something that depending on what you're doing you can certainly do that um i personally walk around my house um, so that's just when I'm, when I'm on calls, I just go, you know, if I'm not on a, on a video call, I just walk around. Um, when I'm doing calls, sometimes I'll be walking around. Um, I also have a standing desk. So, you know, having that option is something where you can, you know, my, it, mine's convertible so I can either sit or I can stand. Um, having that as an option, again, not that you have to stand all day, but just having that little bit of variety to do things. Um, and then just, you know, periodically just sit there and realize, you know, I've been sitting for a long time. I should probably get up and just walk somewhere else to the next room to downstairs to, you know, <laughs> as Colton leaves the room. <laughs> I know, exactly. Which works great on an audio podcast. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but I mean, I mean, a lot of it is just that mental awareness uh, of, of those kinds of things and just trying to recognize that, you know, yeah, I've been sitting for a while. I should probably do something different. Yeah. That's great yeah. advice. 
Joshua, we could probably have this. We could probably do an hour podcast on this, um, but we are going to get to our time limit. I just looked down like, oh my goodness. All right, so totally off the wall, random question. You did not expect this at all, and you are probably going to be blown away with um, what I'm about to ask you to do. Um, but what I need you to do, listen very closely. I need you to name the first five things that start with the letter L. Go. Uh, llamas, lights, lanterns, uh, labels. Is that four? Four. Uh, license plate. License plate. Okay. Well, llamas was an interesting first choice. But, uh, I thought you were going to come at us with like, like lettuce and lima beans and uh, no, no, no. Food, food is, you know, you, you think that I would come to food, but no, it just didn't, didn't pop in my head. So. <laughs> I well, love it. it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Joshua, thank you so much for being on the show today. Would you please share um, a little bit about your business, your name, your contact information and how folks can find you on the internet, please, sir. Yeah, sure. So uh, the franchise that I own is Gym Guys, and that's G-Y-M-G-U-Y-Z. And we do in-home and virtual personal training. Uh, And right now I cover um, a good portion of the Houston area. So um, if you're in that area, uh, chances are you're in my my region. Um, Easiest way is you can either go to gymguys.com and you'll get to, to me from that standpoint. Or my phone number, uh, Jinkal, is uh, 281-810-7291. Or you can email at joshua.lane at gymguysgymguyz.com. Perfect. I'll be sure and put that in the show notes as well so people can just point and click and find you, Joshua. Colton, any closing remarks from you, my friend? It just cracks me up how many people get stumbled on the letter thing because it's just like you know so many le- so many words start with the letter but you're just on the spot and you just go blank. So, mm-hmm. Llamas, best first uh, word <laughs> from that. So Josh, it was great having you on the show, man. Thanks. Oh, uh, thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. What a great conversation, and uh, we look forward to maybe having you back to talk about a different topic, sure. like running. Right. I saw Colton go triathlon. What? (laughs) Yeah. So we may have to have you back to talk about that soon. Well, thanks again. We appreciate you. And this concludes this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives. Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives. If there's a certain professional or profession that you want to hear from, leave a comment in this week's Facebook post. Please subscribe and share this podcast. Colton Cockrell with Sharon McKinley Group LLC is located at 820 South Friendswood Drive, Suite 207, Friendswood, Texas, 77546, phone number 281-992-5698. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, Inc. Member FINRA, Pacific. Sharon McKinley Group is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc.